Welcome to the SA for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning I wanted to bring to your attention a fascinating partnership between the University of Illinois and Lloyd's of London and what it all means. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Nationwide. This podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Nationwide's New Heights fixed indexed annuities now offer an optional living benefit rider with a 7% roll-up, available at additional cost. Learn more at nationwidenewheights.com. War involves losses, whether we're talking the military kind or the economic variety. And so it has been in the U.S.-China trade war, which Moody's Analytics has estimated to have cost 300,000 American jobs. Chinese sources put the toll at around 2 million jobs on the Chinese side. Certainly, there was much economic bleeding before each job was killed, such as declining revenue. It behooves anybody who faces such risks to make efforts to protect himself. And we find a very good example of just that, and one financial advisors can learn from, in the remarkably forward-thinking move undertaken by the business and engineering schools of the University of Illinois. Jeffrey Brown, Dean of the Geese College of Business, whom I know to be a brilliant academic with expertise in retirement and insurance, working together with Professor Morton Lane of the Granger College of Engineering, actually took out an insurance policy against a declining population of Chinese students in their two schools. American colleges and universities have actually grown quite dependent on overseas enrollments, and Chinese students, numbering 360,000, are an enormous source of revenue, especially as they pay full tuition and costs, not the discounted rate that in-state students pay. According to a report by CNBC, Professor Brown, who as I mentioned is an expert in insurance and risk management, became the business school's dean in 2015 and immediately appreciated the risk to the school if it were to face declining enrollment by a group representing 20% of its student body, yet paying 50% or higher tuition and fees. Note that this was before Donald Trump became president, and thus before there was an actual trade war. And thus before there was an actual trade war. In other words, Brown was just being smart about surveying potential risks and trying to mitigate them. And that is a good thing because there are no standing policies against losing Chinese students. So he enlisted Professor Lane's help in designing such a policy and obtaining underwriting through Lloyd's of London. Its oddity was such that it took a year to create the policy, whose $61 million coverage amount is equal to the total revenue of Chinese students in the university's business and engineering schools. The three-year policy started in 2017 costs $424,000 in annual premiums, and is triggered by an 18.5% enrollment decline in the two schools. Chinese student enrollment has declined, though not yet at the trigger point. I think we can safely conjecture that other academic institutions seeking similar coverage are going to pay starkly higher and perhaps unaffordable premiums now that an actual trade war between the two countries is red hot and claiming victims. Professor Brown, for his part, hopes never to file a claim. He is content to pay premiums to remove a risk that would cripple his institution financially, but he, and surely Lloyds of London, will both clink glasses if Chinese students continue streaming to the Urbana-Champaign campus. And that's how it should be. 
Many consumers look at insurance companies as the enemy, but a correct understanding of our interests should disabuse us of that notion. The Chinese enrollment policy strikes me as essentially a disability income policy. If someone becomes disabled and cannot work, he cannot obtain income, so he pays an insurance company to assume that risk and pays the premiums. The insurance company can only pay the claims if the majority of policyholders never file them, and any sane policyholder very much does not wish to become disabled. Insurance is a cost, not an investment, but removing risks, which is what insurance does, enables investors to take their own investment risks, right? If you thought you might become disabled one day and there were no disability policies, you'd need to hoard every penny you had under your mattress to defend against that risk. Advisors looking out for their clients should stress that some types of insurance, disability foremost among them, are essential. Consumers can self-insure against a new product breaking down, but they can't self-insure against the ability to work. So what the University of Illinois and clients who have disability policies have in common is that both are paying someone else, the insurance company, to worry about any shortfalls on their behalf. While insurance companies are sometimes underappreciated for this, there's another group that may be even more underappreciated in this regard, and that is financial advisors. A wise advisor once relayed that even he was amazed his clients weren't stressing out during a market downturn, so he asked them why. The primary client response was, that's what we're paying you for. If there were some sort of problem, you'd give us a call. And so advisors must know when their clients need insurance, but above all, must make sure their clients understand that their advisor is their insurance. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Nationwide.